Hello and welcome back to The Voices Around You, a podcast designed to discuss different topics around us in the world from a millennial's perspective. Spring break season just ended not too long ago. This year, I decided to try something new, and I went on an alternative spring break trip with a group of students from my university. We went to Longmont, Colorado to volunteer with an organization called Habitat for Humanity. I honestly enjoyed the overall experience, and on today's podcast, my guest is Luke Lodwig, who was also on the trip to speak a little about the alternative spring break trips from a millennial's perspective. So I'm in the studio today with uh, Luke Lodwick to speak a little bit about alternative spring break trips that college campuses offer. So hi, Luke. Hey there. Yeah, I even wore my shirt today. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, good. I'm excited. It's Friday, so. Yay. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about you. I'm a senior this year. I, I'm a, in the transportation and logistics program. I got a job lined up this summer and yeah, so... This was my second trip on the alternative spring break trip. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Got a lot of good stories. So, so you've done these uh, alternative spring break trips for two years, right? Yep. And were they both for Habitat for Humanity? Yes, correct. The first one I went on my junior year was in Alabama. We went to Birmingham, Alabama. And then my uh, second year we went to Longmont, Colorado. So. Woohoo! Yeah. So I was on the trip as well yes, with you. I you know about this, that one. Yeah. yeah. So this is how we met. Just so like everyone knows, you know. <laughs> so tell me, honest to God, okay, just like no lying, why were you first attracted on going on these type of trips? I mean, I really wanted to see the ocean, so they said they were going to Alabama, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty close to the ocean. I think we could go there. And uh, so I'm all excited, and uh, we worked all week, and we're finally going to our free day. And uh, one of the options was going to the ocean, and the other was going to Atlanta to the biggest aquarium in the United States. So I'm all excited all week. I've been telling everyone how it's finally going to be warm on Friday, and we can go to the beach, and uh, we vote to go to the aquarium. Uh. I was devastated, yeah. <laughs> but so the whole reason I went on the trip didn't really uh, work out, but it was still fun. The aquarium was nice. So. Why did you start going on these trips, I guess? Or like, why did you go back again on these type of trips? Well, this year they really needed people. Brittany, the leader, the our chaperone, approached the students that were still going to school here because a lot of people graduated that were on the trip last year. So it was me, Ricky, and... Uh, Aaron and she approached us she sent us all an email I think it was the day before she needed some signatures and she said if we don't get a group leader and a co-leader the group shut down and it's really hard to start up a ASB group again and she's like I need these signatures by tomorrow sorry to put this on you but who wants to be the leader and co-leader and stuff and so we all responded back that we wanted to be the leader and that's kind of why I came back this year just to just kind of make sure it didn't die again or, you know, because it's hard to start a club up. So Aaron ended up kind of taking over the leadership role, and me and Ricky kind of sat back, and we were, we were called the co-leaders. But I don't, we didn't really do anything this year. They kind of, Brittany and Aaron did a good job of setting it all up, and uh, I don't know, they did a really good job of organizing everything and where we're going and all the details like that. So 
I'm kind of glad I wasn't in charge of that. But yeah, that's that's how I came this year. It's just I really just wanted to make sure that it stayed going for future generations. And we got a lot of younger kids in this year, so we had some freshmen on it. So hopefully that they'll be able to carry on the tradition for us next year. So when you say kids, I just want to clarify that you are not any older. You're like in your 20s as well. Yeah. You're not a an old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, I went on the trip because, honestly, I wanted to go somewhere on spring break, and I didn't have much money, and it was a pretty cheap trip yep. to go on. That's perfect. That's what. That's why a lot of people go. Like, it's a really affordable option, and you go with a bunch of people, and we went to Colorado. <laughs> like, that was pretty cool. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great mountains out there. Great mountains. So, what were your expectations the first time you went on a volunteer trip for Habitat for Humanity? I was a little bit worried about how the work was going to go. I kind of wanted to, like, I knew that we'd have fun, but I wanted to know, like, you know, was that going to be a big part of what we're doing or not? And, yeah, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what we were going to be doing as far as what type of work and stuff. So, my first year, we were putting on siding, and it was more like the demolition part of the project. And it, nothing, like this year, I think there was a flood that took out our houses, but last year it was just, we're just building homes for people in a new development. So I was in charge of siding because I kind of knew how to do that already. And then a lot of other people were just, they kind of got to knock stuff down. So that was fun. And uh, yeah, so I didn't really know what to expect going into it. So tell me, what was the type of labor that you guys did the first time around? In Alabama? Yeah, it was a little different than, like I said, it was kind of the demo stuff, but the house that I got stuck in actually got, the, the group before us it mudded a bunch of tile, so they did kind of a sloppy job. I don't know where they're from, but so there's a bunch of grout that was stuck on the tile, so we spent about two days scrubbing that out. So that was a lot of our work was just on our hands and knees kind of scrubbing that. So that kind of sucked, but I don't know. One thing I noticed, and I wanted to, I had a question for you about this, was, um, I don't know, like, did it seem like we worked that long? Like, we worked 40 hours, I think, or 36, right? Really? Nine to four, four days. So that's, what, 36, maybe? Yeah, I guess. So did you, what did you think about the work? Did you think it was going to be more or less? I thought it was going to be a little bit more. It, it Maybe not a little bit more, but I thought it was going to be more intense. I liked the flexibility that they gave us, that they told us, if you can't do something or you don't want to do something, let us know. We'll assign you something else that we were not forced to do the heart labor. It was more of our choice if we wanted to or not. And this is something that I appreciate it because I'm not a really like strong physical <laughs> person and I'm willing to do the work if I have to. And, but like, you know, I don't want to be compared to someone that's like six feet tall and, right. and, and so muscular, you know? Right. So that was the thing that I really appreciated in the type of work that we did. I saw you carrying some pretty big boards. Well, you, know, <laughs> you do your part. <laughs> uh, but I, one thing I noticed this year and last year is really the work days just go super fast. You go, you're there, they blink, and you're done, and you're going out with your friends, and you're you're having fun, and you're exploring the city again. Yeah, like I think the first day when we worked, it was like I felt at the site. I felt every single hour. The second day, I didn't feel anything I didn't feel the morning till noon. Yep. It really also, passed oh, by lunchtime? so fast. Yeah. yeah. But then after lunchtime, I started feeling <laughs> the time. The third day, which was our last day, I really didn't feel the time at all. It just passed by. Yeah. And, you know, I was enjoying the work that we were doing as well. So it was fun. Yeah. I was painting. Oh, and yeah. 
what were you doing? Uh, we were in charge of sheetrock. So, yeah, that was fun. We went through a lot of sheetrock. But, yeah. So, let's speak a little bit about what a day was like during these trips. What would we do during a day? Okay. Well, we'd wake up. I had the uh, great opportunity of sleeping on the couch in the living room. So, I got to slowly hear everyone wake up. So, usually Aaron would wake up first. Then... Olivia, you were usually <laughs> one of the first people up. And then, senior, then we'd go and someone would start cooking breakfast and uh, slowly get our things together. We had to be at work by 9, I think. Yeah. So we'd try and leave by 8.30. So I'd usually get up at about 8. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, usually someone was making pancakes. Malik was was good with pancakes. Malik made the pancakes? He made pancakes two days, yeah. All right, good for him. Yeah. And, yeah. Some days people were tired and <laughs> didn't make anything, and you kind of had to make a sandwich. But yeah, then we'd go, and it was a what, 10, 15 minute drive to the job site, and we'd have a little debriefing, safety meeting. We'd say our prayer, and then uh, go and split up in our groups and start our work day. So then that would fly by, and it was nice. They gave us uh, meal vouchers. So we'd go, what was the place called? They had. I don't remember was, what they're called. It was painted like a big cow, though. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're famous for their milkshakes. Pretty mediocre food, though. <laughs> yeah, so we'd go there, we'd eat there, and then uh, finish our work day. And then usually Brittany and Aaron would have some activity lined up for us as far as what we do after work, whether it was climbing a little mountain, hiking trail, or or going bowling or whatever. There was always something to do. And then we'd cook meals sometimes. I know one day after work we drove to Denver and had dinner. Yeah, it was, it was fun. There's always something different. Yeah, and it was also really nice that, like, when it came to the time where we had the group activities or whatever, if someone was not interested in doing something, they could yeah. also go do another thing. Like, you guys went hiking a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm not a really big hiking person. So one day when you guys went on your hiking trip, me and two other people that were with us on the trip, we went to a city and we walked around and we explored it. It was like 10 minutes away from the place that you guys went yep. hiking or something. So we had the flexibility of doing what we want. At the same time, we were all together. Kind of, I felt like we were together all the time because yeah. we were. Yeah. We were in the same house. <laughs> we didn't get sick of each other. No, we didn't. It was, it was the appropriate amount yep. of time. <laughs> we needed our time away sometimes, but yeah. That was good. <laughs> so this year, Habitat for Humanity provided us with a house. But you guys told me that last year you guys didn't have a yeah. house. It was a little different living arrangement last year. We were in the basement of a church in Alabama. So we actually had to share it with another Habitat group from another school. So there was, I don't know, 20 people down there. I'll say there's, you know, they had four showers. So that was nice. So everyone kind of had a shower. But. Yeah, it was just a big basement room, and then there was a curtain that divided the boys and the girls, and you were sleeping on, like, these bunk beds, and, yeah, it was it was a little different. You heard when everyone woke up, and it wasn't quite as homey, you know. We could watch movies and stuff here and really kind of relax, and, and it felt more like a home this year. So that that was really nice. You got lucky with that one, Olivia. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> but the house that we stayed in did not have any internet or TV. <laughs> so we had a radio in the kitchen. Yep. And we would just blast it all day <laughs> long when we were in the house. Yep, that old school. <laughs> it, it legit felt like we were old school. It felt like we were living in the, I don't know, 60s or yeah. something. Her, uh, Colorado has some good radio stations, though. Yeah, so that's that, what that we decided. Radio, <laughs> that radio station was always yeah. like... It 
Yeah, 107.9. <laughs> It'd be like nine o'clock in the morning just playing bangers. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, they had like a really great energy, I felt like. <laughs> so, would you recommend these type of trips to anyone? Yeah, I think just look at the array of people we had this year. I mean, just the countries alone where we all came from, our majors, our age, anyone can go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, if people asked us, like, if we were out in public, like, what group we are, like, I would, I don't know how they would imagine because we all look so different and we all come from different places. But, yeah, every, anyone can do it. I, I really, that's, that's a great question. I think anyone really can. That's kind of what I liked about it is you get to meet people that you probably wouldn't have met otherwise. So, and you love them after, you know what I mean? You really do enjoy the people. Like I see the people that went on this trip in the hallway now, and no matter how busy you are, you stop and you shake hands with them, ask them how they're doing and say, we need to hang out again soon. Like you really do form a bond and anyone, anyone really can do it. Yeah, it was really great. You know, yesterday I was in the YU, our student union, and I met Maria. I saw her there. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, how are you doing? And I haven't seen her since we got back on the trip. It was really interesting, and I really enjoyed it, not only because, you know, Colorado is a really great place. We went to a really cool city. Yes. And even when on the way there, we stopped in Iowa, which was another great city, mm. and we even got to visit Nebraska. Omaha, yeah. You know, into Omaha. So it was pretty cool. But just meeting new people, that was really great, and I really enjoyed I didn't think I was going to get along with all these people because I only knew two people on the trip yeah. and the rest of them either I've never seen them before on campus or maybe I've seen them one or twice but like I've never really spoken to them yeah. and it, like Mo I know Mo I've seen Mo I'd see him all the times in the resident halls yeah. but I've never really spoken to him and when we were in that restaurant the first day we sat and we spoke and I'm like this, this guy's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought about him. You kind of get you get stuck in a car with someone for 16 hours, and uh, yeah, me and Mo had a really good talk too. He kind of kept me up. I was driving home, and it kind of got long towards the end. And me and him just told exchange life stories. You get a, you have endless things to talk about because you've, you've never met this person in your life. You don't know anything about them, so they have literally a lifetime of stories to tell you. So that helps a 16 hour drive kind of <laughs> go by nice. Yeah. Even you and I, we've never met before. I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, did you even see me on campus? I've never no, seen you before. I, I didn't know I you existed. <laughs> I do exist, baby. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that exist. We're like 7 billion people on the planet. I don't know everyone. But it was it was pretty cool, and I really, really enjoyed it. Even uh, like two of the girls that were with us on the trip, they were freshmen. Yep. So I'm a senior now, so I don't really get to interact a lot with freshmen, especially because yep. of my classes and work and things like that. So it was really nice to meet freshmen again. I always love freshmen. They always yeah. have that, that spirit. They're shy. Of, you know? yep, yep. They're a little shy, but they have that ambition, and they, they want to go out and do things. Things, yeah. It was pretty cool. And I, then when we'd hang out in the house, all of us, because we were like 10 people on the trip. Yep, 10 people. So we we were a lot. And the house that we were in, thank God, like it was pretty spacious, you yep. know, so we had our spaces. <laughs> but it was nice when we'd hang out and play cards against humanity yep. one day. That was a really cool day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was interesting because we didn't really know anyone that well. So that's an interesting game to play with people you don't know very well. Oh, that, kinda, yes. that was a great icebreaker, though. <laughs> yeah, I felt like maybe the first day it was a little bit, people were a little bit like, oh, like, you know, they didn't know each other. How are we going to talk? I'm a pretty, like, outgoing person, so it usually isn't really a problem with me. I'll just meet someone and I'll make them talk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or I'll talk a lot. Eventually they're going to start talking <laughs> no, kind of gonna thing. Think they're going to laugh at least. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Yeah, but I think like uh, we went to the restaurant and then people started talking to the people next to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So then you got a little bit comfortable with the people next to you. And then because we had two cars, so people got comfortable with the in people their in cars. the cars. Yep. And then when we went to the house and then we played that yeah. game, everyone got comfortable <laughs> yeah. with everyone. You had to real quick. <laughs> so like it took us a day and then yeah. everyone knew everyone and everyone was joking with everyone. And it's a great way to meet new people and do new work. Mm. I would also like to point out that I won... Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> so I won that game. Just saying. <laughs> so let me ask you, what do you think are the benefits of a trip like that? Well, I don't know. I enjoyed all the cities we got to drive through. That's what I think I took away. Besides the relationships, just the different cities and seeing how much more there is out there. And I don't know. Just coming from Wisconsin, it's a little harder to grasp how big everything is. But when you go and you drive... 16 hours and you stay at a hotel in Council Bluffs, Iowa and you go to Omaha and you, and you drive and you go to Longmont, you go to Boulder, you go to Denver, you climb a mountain, you, there's a lot more out there and it's, uh, it's kind of exciting, you know, there's, there's a world to explore out there. So. Yeah, it was very cool. I really enjoyed the aspect that, like, number one, it was really an affordable trip. So it was a great trip to go on on a budget. And second, the energy was great. The people, everyone on the trip was awesome. It takes a certain type of person to go on a Habitat for Humanity trip. You're not really going to find many mean people on trips (laughs) like that. No, but, like, the energy, you know, people were not, like, boring. I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, everyone wanted to do things. Like you mentioned, you know, we'd go to the work site at 9 in the morning. We'd start working till 4 p.m. But then after that, everyone wants to Still go and go do hike, something. Climb you know? a mountain after working all day. Yeah, that was amazing, yeah. And then, like, I had so much fun personally that I wouldn't even, like, think much about the work. But when we were down there, I heard one of the homeowners, he was speaking to Brittany, which was the, like, planner or organizer of the trip. And he was telling her, oh, like... We're really thankful for, you know, the volunteers that come here and do this and do that. And I'm, like, painting inside. I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, we're not doing much, I guess. But, you know, everything you do has a little bit, like, small benefit. And so we went. We had fun. And we kind of did some good work, I guess. So we made use of our time. Yeah, right. You didn't go and go to a beach and just got drunk the whole time. You know what I mean? You can say you, you did something, too, at the end of your spring break, so... Kind of feels good. Right? Yeah. And those people said that we did a pretty good job. I think they said that we can come back anytime, and they, they were really impressed with the amount of work that UWS got done. So, yeah. That's good. Good for us. I was like, what do other groups do? Like, do people come and not do anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think these type of trips are dangerous? No. No. Not really. I don't know. I, I was climbing some scaffolding pretty high, but... No, I don't think they're dangerous, really. If you don't want to climb the scaffolding, you don't have to. And they made sure we were comfortable doing it, and they made sure we were safe while we were climbing it. So, yeah, I think they're safe. Do you think there's a difference in the labor that people do between maybe, like, your your capacity or between girls and boys or something like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can do whatever, you, whatever you're capable of. I was lucky enough I worked construction this summer, so I kind of did more of the fun stuff, like, I think you saw me up on some scaffolding with a nail gun, and I came down, and you're just like, what the heck are you doing up there? You're, don't do not do that. I think I remember you chewing me out after, and I'm like, I, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't, but I, I'm used to it. I'm comfortable doing that stuff, and if you're not comfortable, you don't have to do it. So I, I kind of liked it because I impressed the 
habitat for humanity people with my nail gun skills but oh you like to impress people <laughs> with your nail gun skills <laughs> it must be a guy thing huh? <laughs> probably <laughs> Yeah. I honestly like the day we went to. So we also worked in a store for a day, mm-hmm. and like a, what was it called? Like a restore. The restore. Yeah. A restore. So yep. it's like a store where people send their stuff and yeah, pretty much again. like a Goodwill, but for Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I felt like the labor that was assigned to us was a little bit different <laughs> yeah. between the the girls and the guys. Um, like the guys were outside. I don't know if you were one of them or nope, not, but I they were pushing a bull, a, <laughs> yeah. a, a bull, a goddamn bull. It's a bull. Yep. They pushed a bull, like, and that was heavy. Yep, they pushed boats and stack tiles, but I somehow I didn't get in that group. I was lucky enough because it was kind of cold outside that day. I was inside sweeping most of the day by the by the radio. Oh my god, <laughs> you did the easiest job. Yeah. Did you see me in there? Oh yeah, I, t- I called you a hotspot. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna make a great housewife that's what she said to me <laughs> and that was our first day so I didn't quite know Olivia that well and I'm like what this chick just say to me <laughs> yeah. yeah but then after that when we went to the site I felt like the labor was pretty like equal if you wanted to do something yeah. you could do it they no made sure you were comfortable no. with it and and the head guy said yeah we're here to build houses and stuff but we're also here to make sure that our volunteers have a good experience and I think they did a really good job of that in Colorado they really did so so do you have any last words that you'd like to say about these type of trips, these alternative spring break trips? What would you tell someone if they're considering going on one of them and they're not sure what they, if they want to go or not? You know, they're not sure of the work. They're not sure of the labor. They're not sure if they're going to enjoy their time. What would you say to someone if they're thinking about that? You're probably not going to get your best friends to go with you. I tried and tried to get my friends here to go with me and, and no one came with. So... Go in with the open mind and know that after a week you will come out with new friends and new experiences and it will definitely be worth your time. True to that. I cannot even <laughs> add anything to that because I also tried to get my friends to come with me and they were all like, nah, uh, uh. Like, I met, like, yeah. And like I met some of them down in Denver that one day yep. when we were there. But yeah, they wouldn't come with me on the trip. It's like honestly the work is not that bad. As far as the memories I remember, the work part flew by and the climbing the mountains and laughing with my friends that's what stuck in my mind so yep so is there anything else I didn't ask you that you'd like to add or share no I, I think you covered it pretty good okay thank you so much Luke for coming I really appreciate this thank you Olivia So that's it for our podcast today. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. I'd also like to thank KUWS for allowing me to use their studios and dwolfmusic.com for the music in this podcast. Tune in next week for another podcast about the voices around you. I'm Olivia Shalabi.